Hello and welcome to the Parish Podcast of St. Anthony of Padua Catholic Church in the Woodlands, Texas. We're excited to share with you Sunday at St. Anthony's, a homily message from this past weekend that we hope you'll find enlightening. Thanks for tuning in and praying with us. Jesus and his disciples left from there and began a journey through Galilee, but he did not wish anyone to know about it. He was teaching his disciples and telling them, the Son of Man is to be handed over to men and they will kill him. And three days after his death, the Son of Man will rise. But they did not understand the saying and they were afraid to question him. They came to Capernaum and once inside the house, he began to ask them, what were you arguing about on the way? But they remained silent. They had been discussing among themselves on the way who was the greatest. Then he sat down, called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. Taking a child, he placed it in their midst and putting his arms around it, he said to them, Whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. So I wonder if everyone around here, if you've lived here long enough, if you've had experience with those big red wasps, because they are just plain mean. And as it turns out, a few weeks ago, I was walking across our campus at work, and I inadvertently walked in really close proximity to one that was flying in the same area. And I was worried that I irritated him. And sure enough, within a few seconds, I felt a sharp pain on my rear end. I texted my family to tell them the story and they all reacted the same way you did, with hilarious laughter, with taunting, and I even got a homemade meme. Now you'll all be glad to know that the wasp only struck a glancing blow, so I was not in terrible pain. And I don't, really, I don't tell the story to, to worry you about my aches, but instead I want to use it as an example an example of a person with a problem and the reaction of others. And it's so important because there's a lot of pain in our world and our reaction to it is critical. So as we discuss human pain and the reaction of people, let's consider three questions. First, who experiences pain? Second, what's the proper reaction? And third, what can we do? So first, who experiences pain? And think about that. Who right now in this church is experiencing pain? And what if I ask that? What if I ask people to raise their hands and say, who here has recently experienced or is currently experiencing suffering of some kind, whether that's physical, emotional, or spiritual? Think about who would raise their hand. Who is suffering from an illness? Who has a relationship in turmoil? Who feels alone? Whose job is overwhelming them? The list of possibilities is endless. And so I think I know who would raise their hand if we were all honest about it and explored our heart, everybody. Now, what if I asked in addition to that, how many people here have had someone in the parish offer to help them with the pain that they're suffering? You'd get some beautiful stories of the love our wonderful parishioners have shown, but I think you would also get lots of people and maybe most who would say, 
no one has even asked me how I'm doing, much less offer to help. And to that, I would say, shame on us. There's people all around us suffering, and we aren't even aware. Not only are so many of us in pain, today we see a scene where Jesus tells his disciples about his pain that's going to come. He'd been around the large crowds, but now he's taken his disciples to a different place to have a very private conversation. Now, if Jesus takes you aside to talk to you, this has got to be important. And so he tells them, I'm going to be arrested and they're going to kill me. He tells his best friends about the suffering he's about to endure. And did you notice how they reacted? Let's discuss that in answer to our second question, which is what's the proper reaction to someone's pain? Did the disciples react properly? Jesus describes his pain and they're scared to address the issue. Instead, they start arguing about who is the best. Now, can you imagine Jesus' response to that? He had to be frustrated. Maybe he was even hurt. And then he took that moment to explain to them, if you want to be great, you need to serve everyone else. Is this how we respond to the pain of others? Pope St. John XXIII warned us that there's no peace between people until we have peace on our inside. In other words, we need to build peace in our hearts and help other people to do the same if we ever want the possibility of peaceful relationships. The letter from St. James we read today tells us more about that idea. James asks, where do the conflicts between you come from? And then he gives us the answer by pointing right at our behavior. We covet, we envy, we fight, we kill, we're jealous, we have selfish ambition. And all of this, he tells us, is from our passions. That is to say, our pleasure-seeking leads to conflict. So let's take a moment to think about our pleasure-seeking. We live in the wealthiest nation on earth, perhaps at the wealthiest time in history. In our, in, we also live in a community here of well above average wealth. So what are our problems? Recently, I was complaining that my ribeye just had too much gristle. I mean, really, that's my complaint? I had this beautifully cooked juicy steak and I'm worried about the 3% that isn't quite to my liking. I'm fo if, and if I'm focused on that, from what else am I blinded? Now in the verses just before uh, our first reading in the Book of Wisdom, the ungodly are talking about filling themselves with pleasure. Is that us? Are we behaving like the ungodly? St. James started the letter today describing the attitude of wisdom we should have, and that is pure, peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy, and sincere. Does that describe our approach to others who come to us in pain? Are we gentle and full of mercy? Or are we harsh and judgmental? And ask questions like, do you know what your problem is? Are we ourselves pure? Are we sincere? Or do we hope when someone comes up to ask for help that the conversation is over as soon as possible? If we have the qualities of mercy and gentleness and sincerity, all the people in pain will want to talk to us. And that's a service Jesus Christ is asking us to offer.
In the first reading, the wicked speak of the just one and say, let us see whether his words be true. We all profess that we're Christians. Do our actions show those around us that we really are Christians? So we've concluded that, that we're surrounded right now by hundreds of people who are carrying some kind of pain. And their proper response to, is to act in pure, pure and sincere service. So now the third question is, what can we do? Let's take our cue from Jesus. He told us, whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. And why did he choose a child? So one possibility for that is when we're young, we're seen as inexperienced and unable to contribute. Seen and not heard. We're not productive in a material sense. And I wonder if that's how we see our children. Or do we view them as gifts from God that are worthy of love? Who else does our society view as a drain on resources rather than human beings that deserve the deepest love we have? The elderly, those with severe disabilities, those who are sick, people in prison, the person at work or at school who needs someone to talk to, the poor, the homeless, unborn children. Jesus is telling us that we need to accept and love those who society looks down upon. The disciples argued over social status and he told them to serve those who society denies. Do we, do we fuss over social status and fail to respond to the need of others? Last November, I gave a homily calling us to offer support to pregnant mothers who are in need. How have we reacted? Have we reached out? If you wanted to connect with one of those sites and didn't know how, you can still go to my website, ap.church slash deaconmike, and I have links to those places. In the last couple of weeks, related to abortion, we got some great news that Texas has outlawed most abortions. And that's awesome news, because there are a lot of lives that are gonna be saved as a result of that law. However, are we prepared for the results? Because of that law, there will be more babies. A lot of those babies are gonna come from mothers and fathers who were never prepared for a child. They are going to be suffering from the pain of the struggle to survive. And where are we? Are we lined up at Loving Choice Pregnancy Center to help? Or are we attending the Loving Choice Gala coming up to donate? Or are we over at PACN to volunteer? Or instead, are we thinking to ourselves, hope those parents get jobs so they can pay for that kid? And what happens if this couple shows up at the parish? In fact, what if they're sitting next to you right now? And what if after Mass they ask for your help? What would you do? We discussed how people are in pain in some way or another. The person right ne next to you right now might be in pain and might ask for help. Are you going to look at them and see an unprotected person? Or are you going to hear the voice of Jesus in their pain? Are you scared that that might actually happen? It's okay, because the apostles were scared too. We heard that in the gospel today. When they ask you for help, would you tell the person, you know what, you should call the parish office when they open tomorrow? Or would you say, here's my cell number. Text me so I have your number. I'm gonna call the church office for you, and I'll let you know as soon as I find something for you. Last week, Father David, 
gave a homily about suffering and about taking up our cross. Jesus had Simon of Cyrene to help him with his cross. We can be that person for others. That's exactly what we can do. We can be the person to walk with someone in their struggle. So we've concluded that pain is all over the place. Even Jesus felt it. People experience pain and we need to act. So I want you to imagine this. What if we had at our parish this huge team of volunteers and then someone with suffering or pain shows up at our parish? They have some kind of terrible life struggle and they don't have anywhere else to go. They find our church and within 10 minutes, somebody calls them and says, I'm going to be your guide. I'm going to be a person to point you to the ministry you need, whether that's a pregnancy center or St. Vincent de Paul or the food pantry or whatever. And not just to say, here's the website, go check it out, but to be a companion with that person in this struggle. A person who represents the parish, who represents the Catholic Church, who represents Jesus Christ. Just imagine how awesome that would be in our parish. What would it do to our neighborhood? In fact, what would it do to the world? So our challenge today is straightforward. Are you a Christian? Because if you are, then follow the words of Jesus himself. Be the last of all and the servant of all. St. Anthony of Padua.